Welcome to SFL week number five. This is the Social Fantasy League hosted every week here at Mandeville Social by the No Sports Podcast. That is me, Brian, and joining me as always is my co-host, Joel. Oh no. As you can see, Joel is not here this week. Uh, He is at a wedding, unfortunately, for us but congratulations to him and i believe it's his brother shout out to brother for getting married congratulations uh so i got i got joel here in spirit at least so thank you for joining us spirit of joel he's microphoned up um he will be uh, joining me at the beginning of the show here just for a little while because i'm gonna have a guest on later but uh before we start talking about uh you know the future uh let's talk about the past uh, sorry, I'm a little fumbly today. It's a little awkward not having a co-pilot to do the show with, but we're going to make do if that's uh, even possible. So, yeah, you're sorely missed, Joel. Anyway, all right. So uh, first and foremost, as always, we need to give a huge shout-out to our sponsors, Quistapace's uh, Wine and Cheese of Mandeville, Top Hat Tuxedos of Mandeville, and Mandeville Social of Mandeville, which is, of course, our home. These guys have provided some amazing prizes for our leagues. Uh, uh, worth a ton. Actually, I was quite surprised that we got some cigars. We got gift certificates. What else we got, Joel? We got uh, socks. We got socks. We got tickets to the Pelicans game. One to be determined, I guess, whatever the winner wants. But we got tons of cool prizes. Thanks to our awesome sponsors. So a huge shout-out to our sponsors. Again, that's Aquista Pace's Wine and Cheese of Mandeville, Top Hat Tuxedo of Mandeville, Top Hat Tuxedos of Mandeville. They have more than one tuxedo. And, of course, Mandeville Social of Mandeville, our home. Uh, As I said, uh, we will have a guest on later, but before we can go to the present and discuss the now, because there's already games going on, we're uh, in the middle of week five. Sorry for the burp there, but we're in the middle of week five. Uh, We come to you every week here for Mandeville Social at 1230. I know it's in the middle of the games, but, you know, it's when they had available. So we're going to work with it. And there's tons of action going on and always a wonderful crowd uh, of people who are always engaged in football. And unfortunately for them, we'll be forced to be engaged in this fantasy league. I, uh, I word fudged that out. Uh, so, yeah, as I said, we need to uh, look back on the past and uh, see how this past week, week four, we did. Now, uh, if you've been following along, Joel and I, my co-host who is not here, uh, this was our matchup. This was the inevitable matchup between uh, co-host and co-commissioners. It happens in every league. And uh, we had a awesome matchup, I would say. Awesome for me and not so great for Joel. Um, uh, he might not. He, he might just be using this wedding as a cover, honestly, uh, to hide and shame from the beating I put on him in week four. Last week, we were very amicable. We were very civil towards each other. We uh, wished each other well in our own shit-talking ways. But I can happily say that Suck it, Joel. I am the superior team manager. Uh, I beat Joel 144 to 107. And as we normally do, uh, there is an NFL-generated recap. Oh, it looks like it might not be available for this week. Hold on. Let me refresh. So sometimes the NFL doesn't do a recap, and that's a shame. I thought I saw it earlier. Um, 
you know what? I don't need to read the NFL-generated recap. It was generated by a computer. Computers are stupid. So I'm going to jump right into the actual game itself and just pull up the simple box score. So just a quick rundown. My team consisted of Josh Allen, Miles Sanders, Antonio Gibson, DJ Moore, C.D. Lamb, George Kittle, who is inactive this week, Kenny Galladay, Ryan Suckup, and the Bills defense. And... Joel's team consisted of Derek Carr, Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, Tim Patrick, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, who is amazing this week, put up amazing numbers this week. Last week, not so much. Miles Gaskin, Ryan Bullock. Is that Ryan Bullock? Randy Bullock is his kicker. I don't even know him, but he did pretty good. And the Cowboys defense. So just a quick rundown. When it came to the quarterback matchup, Derek Carr versus Josh Allen. Josh Allen, man, crushed it. Crushed it. Thank you, Josh Allen. Miles Sanders has been a general disappointment, and Austin Eckler has always been surprisingly awesome. So it's not surprised to see that Austin put up almost 30 points while Miles Sanders put up barely seven. Antonio Gibson put up 15. Happy for that. That's enough for me for Antonio Gibson. Nick Chubb, 11. That's a pretty uh, standard floor, I would say, for Nick Chubb. Continuing down. DJ Moore put up 31 points. Now, I'm going to talk about this in a minute, but I got DJ Moore in a trade, and that trade looks like it is paying off. Or is it? Because I also got George Kittle in that trade. We'll get to that in a minute, though. But DJ Moore put up almost 32 points. Tim Patrick for Joel's team put up damn near nothing. C.D. Lamb put up a stinker. He only put up 3.3. Not too excited about that. Hope he can rebound this week. Uh, and Jamar Chase put up good Jamar Chase floor numbers for Joel, 13.7. Jumping back over to me, George Kittle put up eight. I'm happy with that in a tight end. Uh, that's a pretty low floor for a tight end. Uh, I'm hoping for more. Thankfully, I have Knox on my bench, who is active this week. Again, we'll talk a little bit more about who I'm currently playing versus what I'm – again, we're talking about last week right now. So let's just stay in week four. We're recapping week four. So Kyle Pitts, nine points. Again, pretty pretty solid floor there for a tight end, you know. Uh, you'd want more. And, you know, Joel got more this week. But I, he did last week too. He did last week too now that I'm actually looking at the official numbers. But, uh, you know, it wasn't that drastic of a difference in the tight end position for us. Uh, in our flex position, yeah. In our flex position, I had Kenny Galladay, and he had Miles Gaskin. Uh, Miles Gaskin has become a slow disappointment. It seems like Malcolm Brown is the running back to have on that team, which is unfortunate. I had high expectations for Miles Gaskin. Sorry, Joel. I know that's uh, one of your wax. Maybe we'll see. We'll see if we can get in touch with you a little later today. We'll call you here in a minute, if possible. Um, your kicker, Randy Bullock, did great, did fantastic. He put up 10, but Ryan Suckup also put up 13 for me, which is uh, good for a kicker. I'm satisfied with that. Great numbers. Uh, here's where I think I won the match. If I, if I already didn't put up slightly better numbers, this is where I really hit it home. The Bills played Houston, and goodness, the Bills put a walloping on Houston. It was 40 to zero. So the defense for the Bills got me 23 points. And anything over 20 is insane for a defense. So I'm very excited for that. The Cowboys for Joel played the Carolina Panthers and Carolina has been on an absolute roll. Fantastic team. So yeah, you know, 
They only put up eight points there for the Cowboys. Uh, that's not terrible, all things considered. Five sacks, two interceptions. I'd be happy with that any given day for a defense, but unfortunately uh, the Bills really hit a home run last week playing the Houston Texans, and they crushed it. They crushed it for me, and therefore I crushed Joel. I crushed Joel. Suck it, Joel. Sorry, I had a late night last night. And again, it's a little weird doing this on my own. Um, so that was last week's matchup. That was the highlight matchup for me. Uh, just a quick recap, looking at some of the other teams to see if we have anybody to be afraid of. <coughs> Team Magsy beat Boner Thumbs 141 to 97. A pretty nasty beating from Magsy on the bartender Emily Boner Thumbs. Uh, again, I've talked about Team Magsy plenty this season. I think they're awesome. I. I my pick to be the biggest threat to our team, the league managed team, which is Lambs of Goodell. Drollo played his wife, the Fozzie Bears, and Drollo won. Congratulations to Drollo. He is the king of his household for the week. Congratulations there, Drollo, putting up 132 to 102, as I said. And uh, that's a pretty good differential. Uh, cutting it close here, we have McGillicuddy's Hammer Slamma versus the Bitico Ballers. Did I say that right, Bitico? All right, cool. I'm going to have to check just every time. I'm sorry. McGillicuddy Hamaslamas put up 132. Bitico Ballers, 123. Close game there. Uh, we have Loki's Delta Variants versus the Carolina Manthers. And the Carolina Manthers, I think, are the top-scoring team right now. Uh, they are, too, a giant threat to me. As is everyone in this league, honestly. They put up a 188-104 to 104 score. So big shout-out to the Carolina Manthers. They're the big winners of week four. So congratulations. Come get your uh, tumbler and wine key sponsored by Aquistapaces. Let's see. Moving on to the last matchup, we have Publix Grocery Loss Prevention and Gun Team Gun. Team Gun won that 135 to 114. Good win, good win, solid win for Gunn, and I think he needed that because uh, that's one of the lower-placing teams, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he's 2-2, two two. Publix, Publix Grocery is 2-2. Two two. Cool. So that's a, a catch-up on all the games. Let's go over the real ranks real quick. Let's uh, pull that up. So just a quick rundown of the ranks based on what happened last week at the end of week four. In first place, we have Team Magsy. Second place, we have Lambs of Goodell, which is my team. Yes, go my team. Uh, followed up by Carolina Manthers. So that's the team that put up 188. They're the big winner last week. Congratulations to Carolina Manthers. Mm. But they're in third place. Fourth place. Four I got to apologize. I got to apologize. I've, I've fumbled up too many words. I think I'm putting too much pressure on myself right now to just ramble and fill time. I need to slow down. In fourth place, we have Loki's Delta Variant. So fourth place, congratulations, Chris, there. In fifth place, we have Team Gun. Sixth place, sixth place, Publix Grocery Loss Prevention. Seventh place, Chubba Ding Dong. That is Joel's team that we smacked around in week four. Eighth place, Bitico Ballers. Ninth place, Drollo, who did, as we said, beat his wife last week, the Fozzie Bears, who are ranked 10th right below him. Followed by the McGillicuddy Hamma Slammas in 11th. And in last place is our bartender, Emily. Emily, did you know you're in last place? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. 
I just wanted to remind you. Huh? No, I'm sorry. I apologize. I forgot. I forgot that she controls uh, a natural resource that is uh, in demand around here, that being alcohol. Please tip your bartender as well when you visit Mandeville Social. Anyway, so losing last week, as I mentioned, was the Loki Delta variant. Loki's Delta variant. Who? Uh, and the only reason I'm bringing it up, I don't want to pound on this loss. It's not a big deal. Everyone has wins and losses, uh, but. As you all know, if you're a follower of this podcast, uh, Loki's Delta variant came on a couple weeks ago and hit us with a blockbuster trade that we accepted, that being DJ Moore, AJ Brown, and George Kittle for Travis Kelsey and Brandon Cooks. And so uh, this is – this week four last week was, I, I think, arguably the first week that we can really take a, a look at how those trades played out played out sorry that was a burp there that time so as i said dj moore destroyed it 32 points george kittle eight points so we're looking at 40 points there aj brown was out so we're just gonna have to cap it there at 40 points with the potential for more so let's jump over to loki's delta variant and let's see how travis kelsey did travis kelsey only put up 6.3 points last week and who else did he get brandon cooks who put up 9.7 so as of now it looks like around 17 points yeah around 17 points versus the 40 points that were my side of the trade so currently i think i'm winning that trade we will follow in with that trade all season so we'll be checking in on that by the end of the season there might be a prize for the winner or loser of that trade i don't know maybe but anyway so i just wanted to quick uh, follow up on that trade and as a result of that trade i offered to make chris a poster uh, as i said his team name is the loki delta variant and his current team emblem is the delta sky logo the delta airline logo we're all familiar and the loki horns if you're familiar with marvel show loki it's just that on top of the Delta logo. So what I did, and I'm going to post this with the, the podcast. I'll post this at the end of the stream. Actually, I'm going to try and post it right now in the comments if I can. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, we'll see if I can do that. Uh, no, it does not look like I can. Well, I tried. Anyway, I will post this picture to our social media and on the podcast, I'll link it somehow. You'll be able to see it. But anyway, I took his logo, as I said, logo of Delta with Loki horns, and I brought it to life. And I just want to quickly describe what I made for the podcast, since you can't look at it in a podcast and you might not be listening. Um, I would screen share so the watchers at home could see this, but I don't know how to do screen sh share on Facebook Live. Hit me up if you know how. But anyway, so what I did was I took a uh, postcard-esque picture of a plane with passengers, very happy. It looks like it was taken around 1950, 1955, somewhere in there. And I took a picture of a Delta stewardess who was modern-day saluting, doing her little Delta happy stance salute. And I uh, cropped in a picture of the Delta virus the sphere with the little pokey spiky balls with the low key horns 
I put that atop the stewardess's face, and she is standing in the alley, and I cropped on to the passengers' heads of members of his team, some of which include Dalvin Cook, Justin Tucker, Brandon Cooks, Travis Kelsey, who we traded to him, if you recall, from just a moment ago. And in the back, we have Joe Burrow, who has been meddling at best. So I'll post that. Sorry to go into depth on the picture. I know that was a fun part of the podcast and stream. Something you could, me describing a picture you can't see. But I just wanted to bring it up because I forgot for a week or I neglected to do it for a week. And I just wanted to say on record that I followed up. I made a fun poster for Chris. And again, I have a standing offer. If you play fantasy football, if you're in this league, or if you're not in this league, hit me up. I'll do a fun MS Paint flyer it literally takes me minutes to make so that was uh where we are that's where we are into week four and so moving into week five as i said it's already going we're already in the middle of week five so as we wait for week five to finish up i thought maybe we should potentially help some teams reach out and what i did is um or what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna first extend the offer to anyone watching uh anyone who happens to listen to the podcast within the next week if you have any fantasy questions please hit me up i will give you honest advice to the best of my ability i don't advise you to take it Uh, i might be trying to sabotage you if you especially if you're in a league i'm in but um to fill time on this podcast to fill time on the show uh, i thought i would lend my expertise Uh, And if Joel was here, I'm sure he'd be willing to do the same, lend his expertise to help out those teams in need. So if you're in need, hit me up. But if you are someone who wants to be on this show and are in need, definitely hit me up. Because like my next guests, uh, you might be desperate. And desperate times call for desperate measures, especially here in week five, you know. We're, we're, we're um, a little beyond a quarter of the way here now. So it, it's getting to be crunch time. So as I said, I'm willing to help out. Sorry to ramble here. I think he went to the restroom route back. We'll find out here just in a second. But um, I'm going to introduce my guest here. It is Team Drolla. It is uh, Daryl, owner, one of the co-owners of Mandeville Social, team manager of Team Drolla. He is in the league. He is not doing great. I think he's doing better than he thinks he is. Uh, And uh, Daryl has hit me up on multiple occasions. Um, Not hit me up. He's just in conversation. Told me of his fantasy woes and struggles. Uh, And I've told him several times I'd be willing to sit down with him and look over things. So that's what I'm going to do today. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and introduce him. As I said, co-owner of the Bar Mandeville Social, Daryl Rollo. Get out of here, Joel. Hello, everybody. Hey, Daryl. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Uh, you're filling in on the fly for Joel. Uh, we miss Joel. We do miss Joel. I wish he was here, but he chose a wedding over fantasy football. That's often the case. And you know? I don't. While I would personally make the same move, I don't support it. If okay. you if you went to a wedding and you missed placing a player yeah. who was out or moving you know a bench player no in. excuse no excuses no excuses. you better you better get the fuck up yep. after the party the night before 
and check your fantasy, you know, lineup. I still have faith that Joel's probably going to win his matchup this week. Um, are you playing him this week? No. Okay. Oh yeah. She's beating. Oh, you're, all right. Well, I have faith. We'll, we'll we'll look at your we'll look at um your game here in a minute. Um, but before we get too far into your game, um, let's get a little backstory on you because I love uh, the backstory of fantasy times, and it fills time, which is great for me and content on the show. So, how long have you been playing fantasy football? Oh man, probably 12, 13 years. All right, and how many times have you won a championship? I've only came in. I've never won a championship, Brian. I've only in came in. Years. I've came in second four times. So. And would you say you've only played in like one or two leagues a year? Yeah, I play. I stay pretty consistent with the leagues I play. You know, I like to uh, kind of stay within uh, you know like the same leagues every year. So the last how many years have I been playing with you now? Um, it has to have been at least four or four, five. At least four or five. Yeah, at least four or five that you've been in my private league. Right, and... yeah. So, yeah, and then before that I was in friends leagues and stuff like that, and I've been in a couple of pay leagues. But I might add that your league has been the most consistent league I've ever been part of. Thank you. I am very proud of this league. We're coming up on ten years. I think this is our ninth year. I look forward to the ten-year celebration. Uh, we'll do something fun, but that is a private league. You have to ask me and be a personal friend to get in that league. There it's may tough. Or, there may or may, may not be gambling, actual gambling There's, involved uh, yeah, in that. Yeah, there may or may not be. I can't legally disclose that. Um, so, on average, you would say one or two leagues? And- yeah, I, I normally know. I'm not a guy, as in fantasy football, that likes to play dozens of leagues at one time. Yeah. Because I feel like if you have all the players, then it's not fun anymore. You okay, know? it waters it down a little it too much. It waters it down. So, I like to keep a consistent consistent two league a year like limit on my leagues okay i can appreciate that that's that's definitely where i started and it's i found that at a certain point i kept wanting to play it yeah and when i was playing two three ish leagues it started to get frustrating because i cared too much and i was trying to keep up with too many players and so i broke through when i kind of started doing five six leagues a year and now it's to the point where i don't care I mean, you sat with me. I don't even look at my fantasy. You're a set-it-and-forget-it it kind of guy. I mean, there's nothing I can do. Right. I, I can look in and check every now and then, but it, 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 what's done is done. You don't overwork your teams. Um, not game day. Not on game day. But I'm, during I'm, the week, I'm you heavy, put in the, I, I put in the practice hours. So when is your, like, do you say Monday to Wednesday is your heaviest days, maybe? So it's weird. Uh, it's not really a day. Uh, well, okay, it is a day thing. So once waivers process on Wednesday morning. Right. So I, I like to get up as early as possible on Wednesdays and check to see what waivers went through. And it depends on the league, but usually days after the waiver wire goes through after a big weekend that morning to, like, be the early bird catching the worm. Right. That's where I am pretty good at. You know, that's kind of my favorite day. But I definitely spend um, Tuesday, I probably spend a good hour or two. Okay. Looking at, like, stats and who did what and how who played and who got injured and just kind of following up on my team, just kind of getting things polished. Right. Uh, Tuesday I'll do that. I'll wake up the next day, just check, just check, make moves if I need to. And then come Thursday I'll set my lineup one time. I'll check them all, set the lineup one time. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is really it your work days yeah and i would say i put in maybe two three hours okay and then come saturday i try and check just to see if there were any practice day injuries and to see how the thursday teams right did so yeah n- n- no more than three hours i would say a week it's not bad i mean uh, for with your leagues, win loss yeah with your win loss record like it seems to be working yeah i i think i have a pretty good ratio um 
I think on average now, as I mentioned with Joel, I'm probably at like two, maybe three leagues over 10, 12 years now. Uh, yeah, about 10 years that I've been playing. Um, so I, I, win, I win one, at least usually on average one or two a year. So I think my odds are pretty good. Uh, let's see. All right, cool. Joel said I can call him in about 20 minutes. Perfect. So that gives me plenty of time to talk to you and work on your team. So y you have had not the greatest success in fantasy. Yeah, I thought I picked a pretty decent team. I have not been wrecked by injuries. That has not been my problem. I've just not been – my players are kind of not delivering. Yeah. Okay. I, I, no, I agree. After, when I look at your team, I agree because, like, off the bat, you have Kyler Murray, which has been, I think, quarterback number one. He's great. And then you have Saquon Bar Barkley, which Who's is – Who's just now starting to come into some – Just Prashad. now starting, but, yeah, like, he's on the Giants, which has been a struggling team. I think Dan the emergence of Daniel Jones has benefited that a yes. little bit. Yes, So I'm, I'm, I'm happy you held on to him. I think that would have been a sell-low moment. Which I wouldn't advise, obviously. I came to him at a point in the draft where I almost couldn't turn my back away from him. It was too good of a pick too early Which, for me. Was that towards the end? I think that was my first pick, dude, Saquon Barkley. Was, would you say that was like what round or what draft number were well, you Well, I got – I think I was 11th in this oh, draft. Oh, wow, so you were at the bottom. So yeah. it fell down. Yeah, yeah you kind of got to go with Saquon in that position. Um, so hopefully he turns around for you. That is kind of a stinker of a first – round pick i agree um and i want to and i'll talk about this right right now because you have josh jacobs i know you have been guilty of uh your favorite team bias i love the raiders guys and you will reach for raiders players i I've will reach for raiders players um my first piece of advice fantasy Let's don't not do that don't That's not on bad. the raiders not until they're proven um every now and then you'll have a an offense that's just completely stacked to be a fantasy machine. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs are kind of doing Rams it this year. The Rams are kind of doing kinda it this year. Kind of the Rams year. right now. The, the, the Saints have been guilty of Let's it Let's not forget the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys are doing it really well outside of Ezekiel. Right. Um, but, like, it's every now and then there's a team where you can draft everyone on that offense and it work out. But, like, man – with the Raiders, man, I'd be picky and careful and choosy with them. But Josh Jacobs, I don't. I think that was probably the best pickup outside of Waller on that team. To right. Get, right. You know. So if you're gonna have a second running back, Josh Jacobs ain't bad. He's starting running. He's back not a bad RB too if he's healthy. No, 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 no. So um, I don't know what round you picked him. I don't think that was a reach. I think that's a great RB two. But uh, let's take a look at your wide receivers. Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. It's not the greatest. I had to do some work this week. I had a receiver go down on me, which okay. right, wasn't so we'll, that Calvin Ridley in this league, or is that not Oh, you this have league? Calvin Ridley? I don't know if that's this league or not. Yes, you have Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, that, that makes sense. We'll, we'll get to your bench, but, like, that makes sense. Uh, Chris Godwin, Tampa Bay. Uh, I would have projected him to do better than he's doing, but me at too. the same time, it seems like Tom Brady's spreading the love out. It depends on the week. Like, certain yeah. weeks, like – people get the love i feel like godwin and i'm gonna look real quick but i feel like he's had a steady floor yeah i mean the, the least he's put up is what eight points last week and before that he didn't put up less than 16 right. so like I, I feel as though 10 8 is gonna be like and if he's your wide receiver two on any given day which it sounds like calvin ridley would typically be your wide receiver one what i think godwin is, is a great wide receiver two. again i think you have a very complimentary Wide receiver two to your wide receiver one there. Uh, your tight end, Jared Cook. 
you watched the Saints with him, right? Yeah. You didn't learn your you – I didn't learn my lesson, but I've been uh, – in both of my leagues I drafted this year, tight end was my weakest. Yeah. I think where my position was in the draft didn't allow me to get one of the top-tier tight ends, and there's only like four, you know? Well, uh, so if you drafted Saquon first, so you would have gotten – like you would have to drafted Waller second. Right. That would have been – and, and I wanted to, but I think someone took him before me. And can I speculate that uh, where you drafted Murray, was he a third or fourth round? I think he was my fourth round pick. Okay. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I, mean, I think you made smart picks. I, I can't blame you for not picking Waller. So who was your second round? My second round, I believe, I covered running backs first. Was it Ka- Calvin Ridley? I think it was Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Okay. Or it was either Jacobs or Calvin Ridley was my second round pick. Hmm. I think you probably would have been better off going Waller. Waller the other than so. Jacobs, yeah. I think so because the, with the way Kelsey had been going in the first round. Yeah. Um, and it, but I know hindsight's twenty twenty one, um, But, yeah, I, like I, I know I just criticized you for reaching for a Raiders player. But, again, if you're he's gonna the reach. exception. Right. And it feels like you're, you're talking about something I've mentioned in the past is that drop-off between tiers. Yeah. And I think if you'd have gotten Waller – I think well, obviously he would have done better for you than um, Calvin Ridley. Right. You know. Yep. No offense to Calvin, he's put up decent numbers. He's put up you decent know. numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he's healthy. Yeah. But. Well, and I think this is the first week he's missed, so we'll give him. We'll, no, we're not going to give Calvin Ridley too much shit. Um, I'm more disappointed in Gage, but that's a different story. I can I can back that. All right. So your tight end seems like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna look at that. Um, Christian Kirk is your flex. Man, that's a good flex. That's a good flex, you know. Uh, to Ari- me, he seems to be what they envision when you say a flex player. You know, like Christian yeah. Kirk gets – like last week was bad. Yeah. His real bad well, last week. And as, I, as we've talked about recently just now, is that every now and then there's a team where there's like a lot of mouths to feed and everyone's going to get points. And I think the, the Cardinals fall into that category, yep. you know. So – He's competing with a lot of people, and A.J. Green has really kind of reemerged. A.J. Green has found his footing. Uh, if A.J. Green goes down, I think Christian Kirk's value doubles. Oh, dude, come on. I don't want to wish for a man no. to get injured, but holy crap. Yeah. No, I feel you. I, I can respect that. Uh, Mason Crosby as your kicker and the Raiders' defense. <laughs> okay, so you, let's no, talk about this defense for a minute. <laughs> a All couple right. of weeks back, I think my first pick for defense was Pittsburgh in this league. Yeah. And Pittsburgh kind of pooped the bed on me. Yeah. So I've been streaming defenses for the last two weeks. Last week I put up Cincinnati's defense on Jacksonville, thinking that I was going to get somewhere with that. Yeah. And that uh, decision kind of – Backfired. Yeah, backfired in a big bad way. I can't blame you for that decision. I don't think anyone would, though. Right. It's just something just uh, Pittsburgh wasn't doing and are still not doing very well on defense at all. Yeah. So, and defense is uh, important, you know. And I'm surprised, and uh, yeah, even more so in our private league, but I, I have talked with Joel about this. I'm sure you've heard, like, I really like the set and forget defense. I like the ability to have a defense that's going to put up mad numbers. Yep. And it's a shame because Pittsburgh um, had um, who's that, what's that guy's name? It begins with an M. The the crazy, super good defensive player. I thought you – are you talking about T.J. Watts? Well, T.J. Watts too, but they had another really crazy good defensive player. 
uh, on the Pittsburgh Steelers. His name will pop into my brain at some point, and I'm ashamed I don't remember. I'll look and look him up. Uh, maybe later. I'm not going to dive into it. Um, but they had a really good, several good players that made like point point worthy defense moves, like sacks, right. interceptions. Right. And it seemed like going into the year that was a solid defensive yeah. pick for me. Yeah. But it was really, and I probably picked the defense a little earlier than what I what I should have. But uh, Pittsburgh really is not giving me uh, – I had to drop them last week. It just – it wasn't working out. And they were giving me like five points at best. I, and I can't blame you, man. I, I really can't blame you. So now you, I'm a man without a country as far as defense is considered. I don't know really – I would like to – I'd like this week I'm streaming the Raiders defense, and it's another reach because I'm a Raiders fan. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I feel you. If you're streaming, Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick. That's him. That's him. him. I knew I'd remember his name if I saw it. Cool. So, yeah, they have great players, which is a shame. But, yeah, no, I think they're – But the Raiders has a good pass defense. Let me defend this for a second. Max Crosby. I mean, they've been getting sacks. They've been getting turnovers. Uh, Well, they've been getting sacks. They've been steadily putting up sacks. Maybe I get lucky this week and they score a pick six, you know. Yeah. Um, we'll 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 go through it. Let me let me check on your defense real quick because that or not your defense, your bench, because that's gonna play a big role in how I uh, help assist moving forward. Of course. Um. So you got Matt Ryan, Sterling Shepard, Peyton Barber, Juju Smith-Schuster, Ryan Toynian, Toyan, Tonyan, Onion. Sorry, I mispronounced that. Like Onion. And Calvin Ridley. Man, you got a very banged up bench, but like those are really good players on your bench. Right. I'm hoping that the season kind of opens itself up to me later in the year. Yeah. And people get healthy and we start getting these points that they deserve. Tanyan's been an absolute bust. Yeah. But as far as tight ends well, are considered. Well, he had that one game, right? He, he had, had like, that one good yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, but as far as tight ends are considered, there's really only like three or four. And then the tier goes down so low after that fourth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's feast or famine, you know? Yeah. So, um, just after going through it, you got Matt Ryan on the bench, great backup quarterback there to Kyler Murray. Uh, Sterling Shepard, you know, with uh, – He's talk- been doing good numbers. He's well, just hurt this week. Well, with the emergence of Daniel Jones, who I think is getting better, in my opinion, he's, um, I want to say, a top ten quarterback right now. Yeah, he's in getting there. I mean, So, I'll- Sterling can benefit from that. You've cuffed um, Josh Jacobs with Peyton Barber. Smart move, you know, if you're worried about Josh. And I think he was banged up recently. He was he banged was up. He's just now starting to get back to his his old self. So hopefully uh, Josh Jacobs matures and we get some good yardage out of him. And I don't have to worry about Peyton Barber. I can drop him on a waiver wire in the next couple of weeks and maybe pick up another tight end. I think that's your bottom seat for sure right there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, such a disappointment. Can I – No, I, I can't shit on Juju. It is Big, big Ben. It's, you think it's, it's been Ben? Big ben. Yeah, I think he, he he's hitting that wall. That, he's definitely that hit Tom some. Brady bo- broke through yeah, five years ago. Five years ago. <laughs> Found his third um, win. Yeah, it, it, from things I'm hearing, it sounds like Big Ben's time is – He's toast. He's toast. Um, which is a shame because I think Juju's a great wide receiver. He did fantastic behind Antonio Brown. I don't know if he is a wide receiver one caliber player. I don't think so either. I think you, he's a guy that benefits from a good number one in the system. Yeah. And if you don't have that, he's going to struggle. I'm going to say he's good trade bait for you right now. I okay. Think I, I don't – and I'm. it sucks because I'm kind of putting this out there on record, but 
I don't see his value going up. No. Um, I don't see who's who's the backup in Pittsburgh. Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Was he good? Like when he played? Like no. He, no. So I, I don't see Juju get catching a break. What you do know? you? I mean, this is off the topic of fantasy football, but what do you think about this whole Aaron Rodgers to the Pittsburgh Steelers thing? Do you think mm, that's going to materialize? Not in the season. I, well, maybe next year. I mean, man. Is it a possibility that this happens? Here's here's kind of the, the thing. I think Aaron Rodgers is the one of the, high, if not the highest caliber quarterback in the league right now and will be available next right. year. I mean, he's old, but he is coming off an MVP season. Yep. Um, I think it's going to be a matter of where does Aaron want to go. Yeah, like he has his pick. And no offense to Pittsburgh, but I think if you're coming from Green Bay, you might kind of want to like do the Tom Brady thing and like – I'm going to go be on a warm team. Right. Go be at the beach. Yeah, I'm going to go be on the beach, man. Maybe go, like Miami or something like that. Uh, that's kind of what I'm leaning, man. I, I, I love Tua. I, I don't want to see Miami move on from that. I like that experiment. I like what they got going on, man. But if they can ship some players to get Aaron Rodgers down there for and straight to up close pull his a, career down, straight yeah. up pull a Tom Brady, yeah, because that's what it would be. But you'd have to put the pieces around him. I don't know if all those pieces are there right now. Wasacki's not going to get it done. No, and Miles Gaskin, Malcolm Brown, right. Devontae Parker, like that whole that whole char- cast of characters. I don't think it's going to be enough to get it done. But like, man, they could sell the ship, you know, and like they make could it sell happen. The ship. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, Juju right now is a uh, – and I say this with some salt. Uh, he's sell high only because I see him continuing to downtrend with Big Ben. So, if I was going to trade Juju, who would you think? Like, what Well, it, it seems like you're well, – all right. So, so you got R- Tanyan, who's been a disappointment. I think that's another bench spot you could probably free up in a waiver maybe. Um, and Calvin Ridley, obviously, you're going to hold on to. Yeah. That's, that's your wide receiver one when he's healthy. So – what I'm going to do is let's go over to the tight ends. So we're going to go to all players. And you need a tight end, right? Yeah, in both leagues. Like I'm This year, my, if you can sum my fantasy football season up, is I need a tight end. <laughs> I need a tight end. All right, so, yeah, there you are. You're Jared Cook. You are at the bottom yep. of, like, the pack of, of, of the ti- highest-scoring tight ends. Like, Mike Gusecki is currently outscoring Jared Cook. Yikes. So, as much as we were shitting on him, <laughs> oh no, Gusecki's great. Yeah, I just don't think he would be there if Rodgers came in. Like, maybe I don't know. Rodgers could make a star out of him. But he could like, make I, a star I, I, out of I'm Gusecki. with you. I, I think they would probably want to upgrade all around. Yeah, you know, uh, like if you're gonna do it, let's overhaul the whole team. So let's see. I'm just gonna look for people who have more than one. So boner thumbs, Beatico ballers. So do you know of anyone who has more than two? tight ends above you so Publix grocery loss prevention two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve man it's like it would have to be only like one person above you that has two right yep Whew. it's tough it's, it's lean pickings for tight ends guys. it is slim pickings man um I don't know how I feel about uh Jalen Hurts but Zach Ertz seems like he might be Ertz a good is starting up. to make a move. Now, Godert's on certain weeks. Last week, Godert had a great week. Yeah. So, chubba-lubba-ding-dong. So, that's Joel. So, Joel has Rob and Kyle Pitts. 
So that's a, that's a pretty strong duo. Uh, Kyle Pitts. Let's yeah. let's bring him up today. He had a great game. He had a great game. So like he might be a good sell high candidate for Joel. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll potentially talk to him throughout the week. We might make something work. I think work. Pitts had something like five catches for 190 and a touchdown then. Yeah, he, he did fantastic. I can't remember the exact numbers, but he did great. He was close to that. Um, all right, so it seems like Joel might be the one to go after to go for after. a target on a trade for that. Uh, Carolina Manthers, Hunter Henry, what, what – Carolina Manthers. Okay, so he has TJ Hawkinson. You might no, I don't know if you'd be able to pry TJ Hawkinson away not from Carolina for, Manthers. Not for Juju. But Juju and Juju and we're, we're, we'll go back to you. Um, I'm really just looking for targets right now. Right. Who 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 can afford to let go of a tight end in our league? Um, and it seems like Joel might be your first. And I'm trying to come up with a best second just so we can have a backup plan. Um, but it seems like Carolina Manthers might be your only bet there because it seems like everyone else is pretty locked in. Um, unless you want to talk to Emily, and Emily might be a good potential target for a trade because she's desperate too. Um, I will say, if you do, she has Tyler Higby and Dallas Godair. And I would say Higby might be your best option there. Go after Higgs. Yeah, because you've seen what the Rams are better this year. Stafford can light it up yeah, when it, on yeah. the right night. Like yeah. Stafford can I really. Would, I would point. love to have Stafford's tight end this year. You know. Yeah. So uh, let's see. All right. So we're going to pull up Chubba Ding Dong, and then we're also going to pull up Boner Thumbs. And we're going to see if uh, a trade. Um, and then we're going to take a look at your defense streaming options, if that's okay, because we got to call Joel here in about four or five minutes, uh, and I want to talk to him. If you can assist me, I might. I'll hold the phone. You don't. Have no, to. I can. I mean, it will. We'll make. We'll it figure work. it out. All right. So, looking at Joel's team, he seems pretty set at running back. Thankfully, you don't really have running backs to trade. I don't have running backs to trade. He has Antonio Brown and Jamar Chase. That's pretty light in the tight end department right he has julio jones though in his flex and he has michael thomas coming up michael so, thomas is huge okay. that's something that a lot of people aren't talking about right now is the mm. impact that guy could have when he comes back to the game mm. so it seems like joel has like some potential there to have wide receivers on deck so I don't know if he's going to be a great target for you. For considering, Juju, right. Considering we're looking at trading Juju and Jared Cook uh, and maybe one other player, you know? Maybe. Quantity over quality, All right. maybe. So let's take a look at Emily. Uh, she has Ezekiel Elliott, Jeremy McNichols. She has no running back. She has Adam Thielen. She's kind of set on wide receiver, too. Hmm, this is uh, difficult because she's got some decent running backs on her bench and uh, she's got some decent wide receivers on her bench. Hmm. Man, this is a toughie. This is a toughie. I'm sorry, brother. This is Yeah, a, this like is in gonna, this league, it's not it easy. Seems like, well, it just it, it happens that like your one or your two potential targets there uh, as far as a trade goes. 
uh, seem to be set in the one they thing you have. They don't need what I'm offer. offering. Um, if I'm going to look at you, looking at your team, I don't think you're willing to let go of Saquon right now. Probably not. I and don't have anybody. You don't on have my anyone bench. coming up on the bench there. Yeah. So, if you think you can pitch something to them, I would include Juju with it. Maybe Juju and another good wide receiver for one of their tight ends. And when I say one of they, um, I'm talking Joel for Rob Gronkowski. Maybe go ahead and pry Rob off of him. Buy low while he's hurt. Yeah, get him get him off him. Because, like, you know, he'll be back. And right. he'll, he'll, he'll be a tight end or a touchdown, you know, machine. And he has Kyle Pitts now. So maybe, maybe go ahead and snatch him now. Um, I know he doesn't need – immediate wide receiver help so are you saying that kyle pitts as of today is is moved up in the rankings of elite tight ends because he had a great performance today i'm not ready to make that bold of a jump yet but i will say what we saw this past performance in him definitely showed that if matt ryan can get it fucking together right then of course that offense is going to like Put up numbers. Right. They always do. I mean, I don't know if they're going to win games, but they do put up numbers. And he was hyped up before the season, so this might just be finally him kind of growing into it. Um, So, I don't know. Joel might be willing to take a chance. Uh, Joel sits at two and two. If he loses this week, he might be desperate. So, should I try to – would I try to trade for – you're talking about trading for Gronkowski. I think now would be the time to try and get Gronk, Um, but maybe take either. Like – if he counters or rejects and be like, okay, what about Kyle Pitts? Right. I would definitely um, take Kyle Pitts right I now. think either or would be a good bet. I, I, obviously, if I was in Joel's position, I wouldn't want to let go of Rob Gronkowski. I think I'd rather – I think the play is to try to get Kyle Pitts. Yeah. So, I would target him if you're going to – and, again, include Juju. And it's a risk. It's a risk. Include Juju and maybe one other player. You know, you have a good – a decent enough wide receiver for Juju plus someone else to maybe get him. Um, so we'll call Joel, but I'll let you propose that trade on your own. He can All watch right. the podcast or listen to it if he wants to know about this coming his way. Yeah, Joel. Um, looking at Emily, uh, again, man, Higby, if you can get Higby, that would be the one to go for. And I think it might come down to how desperate Emily gets after this week because if she's 0-5, it might be time to make moves for her. Maybe time to make moves. You know, um, I hate to say take advantage of it, but fuck it, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, you know, she has Dallas Godair who, you know, you're dealing with. On the with, right week, Dallas can get you yeah, some points. But you're dealing with Ertz, so I'm worried about that. But she has Higby, and I think that's an uptrend. So, like, maybe if you can convince her that, you know, hey, you already have a tight end. I'm, look at, I'm looking at her as I'm colluding with you against her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's, that's what I recommend for your tight end position. Uh, let's jump over to the defense situation. Um and this might just end up being a general advice for what to do as far as, like, streaming. Um, but let's see. The Chicago Bears are available, dude. Yeah, I thought about it, but that goes into my whole Raiders thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you kind of run into the same issue there with the Cleveland Browns, who are also available. Um, you know, they're playing the Chargers this week. That wouldn't have been a great stream. That's not a good start. Um Colts versus the Ravens. Nope. Chargers versus uh, Cleveland. Eh, yeah. I, I wouldn't have trusted it because I kind of believe in Cleveland. I'm a believe lender. 
Uh, you have uh, Cincinnati Bengals versus Green Bay. Hell no. No. Minnesota Vikings versus Detroit. That may have been a good one. That to take may have advantage. been a good, better than the Raiders pick. Probably. Uh, I will say um, also on the note of tight end. Uh, sorry to jump back, but we'll call Joel here in just a minute. But I will say, and keep your eye on him. Uh, that tight end for the Minnesota Vikings, Tyler Conklin. He's been on my radar. He's uh, he put up that twenty point game a couple weeks ago. So okay. he 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 kind of got on my so radar. So Kirk then. Cousins can find this man. Well, you know, Kirk Cousins is at the end, the dawn, dusk of his career. Yeah. And so he's you know throwing shorter passes tight end. So keep your eye on him. If you're gonna waiver or stream your tight end, keep an eye on uh, Conklin. Uh, that would be who I would look at. Um, maybe Zach Ertz when he gets back in full swing. But yeah, that's that's it for as far as the waiver goes. All right, back to the defense. Um, I think moving forward, the Chicago Bears might be worth picking up for you. You know? I mean, they have Khalil Mack. I mean, if we're looking for, like, a set-and-forget type defense, um, I mean, they have 15 sacks, three interceptions on the season. I mean, that's the second most interceptions of our third most. God, the Texans. Um, yeah, if you're looking for a set-and-forget, more guaranteed, like, floor points. I think the Bears are, are your, your number there, you know. I'd look at the Bears. Keep your eye on them. Not this week, but keep your eye on them. Okay. Uh, as far as streaming goes, man, do you check out Boris Chen? No. All right. I'm just going to show you this. And I use this if I have, like, any questions. Um, I'll also do a who to start calculator sometimes if needed. But my recommendation, and this is a general recommendation, and I don't feel bad giving it out and throwing it out there, is uh, use BorisChen.co. Um, he gives you ranking, or they, I don't know who it is. Uh, they give you aggregated rankings. Okay. So what they do is they take experts' rankings and um, predictions and kind of aggregate them to show you a range of what they expect people to be. And so every week they update it, and if you look, they tear out the defenses. Oh, okay. And so look at look at the what's available and just pick the highest one available. Okay. I do that typically when I'm streaming because I could research it uh, and go balls deep on it. Maybe, you know, like what's the weather like? Are they playing at home or away? That makes a big difference. Right. Um, just kind of look at those little details, you know, on certain days, you know, if it's raining, a weather especially, don't Yeah, weather's big. Um, but I typically use this as my strongest indicator. Okay. So unless the odds are just like, unless it's going to be hella rainy in an open door stadium with a team that's away, I will probably lean who's ranked higher on All this right. list. All so right. Boris Chen, look at their tiers, check them out. Highly recommend it. Um, so, yeah, I gave you a little help there. Hope it, yeah. hope it helps. Yeah. I, I encourage going after either of those trades. Yes. I'll, I'll push Joel. You know, let's push show. Um, but at the same time, you know, you're Emily's boss. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, I can flex. make her trade. You could. You fire, could. You you could. Um, so let's go ahead and call Joel here. Uh, I know he's waiting on us. So uh, if you don't mind, I'll hold the phone. Would you hold the phone yep. up to the microphone? Uh, and I'll put it on speaker here. And the speaker's down there. All right, it might take a second. B-Wool, what's up, buddy? Hey, brother, can you hear me? 
I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you just fine, and you're coming in nice and clear for the microphone. So this is wonderful. This actually works, and so it's nice to know that we can just hold a phone up to uh, test it. Uh, how's yeah, that works out great. How's the wedding, brother? Man, the wedding is fantastic. My brother had a glorious ceremony. It was on top of a mountain after being from, you know, Louisiana. Seeing any kind of mountain range is very, very cool. I enjoyed it. Awesome, man. Well, uh, congratulations to him, and I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed your uh, pseudo-vacation after that butt-kicking I gave you, dude. Boy, did you. It hurt so, oh my so bad. Goodness. What a, what a walloping. Yeah, I basically ate it from the get-go. Yeah, I'm sorry, my dude. I was hoping it would be a little bit closer, but I think uh, this might have been the highest. No, there, there was a higher point differential, but um, this was a pretty wide gap between us. Uh, I've been flexing on you. I printed out a little picture of you and brought it and put it up for the podcast stream on the live stream. So you were with us in spirit for part of the show. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I'm sorry to beat your ass. I am the superior fantasy co-host for the SFL. Uh, I don't. Do, do you know if we play again? I'm sorry, what did you say? Do you know if we play again later in this year, this season? I mean, I could check, but I don't want to waste your time on the phone here. Uh, I don't currently, but I hope that we do because I really need to redeem myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if we do, um, let's do something fun for it. Like, let's let's have a, a celebratory thing where we can, like, compete in other things around the bar or something. I like that idea. That sounds good to me. All right. Um, cool. So uh, any other thoughts? Uh, I don't want to keep you too long. Any other thoughts on uh, the past fantasy week? We've already kind of looked at everything. We've recapped our game a little bit. Uh, I've talked about helping Daryl uh, with some trades. He might have one coming your way. So just on the one coming your way, buddy. Um, but, yeah, man, we've had we've had a fun little show uh, without you. But uh, what, are, what are your just general – what's your highs and lows, if you will, for the fantasy week? Well, this past fantasy week, the lowest one was me. I just, I just tanked. It was terrible. Uh, basically, the entire, all the wide receivers, it feels like, in the entire league are just getting destroyed and hurt constantly. Uh, Robert Woods finally had an incredible game versus the Rams this past week on Thursday, which was great for him. Finally, if you have Robert Woods, you know, good for you. That's great. Um, if you're a Seahawks fan, if you watch the Thursday night game, I hope that Russell Wilson does not need any kind of surgeries because if you own Russell uh, yeah. Wilson, that's going to be very, very devastating for you. Yeah. And other than that, my man, it was a wonderful week of fantasy, a lot of sadness on my end, uh, a yeah. lot of celebratory goodness for you. Um, yeah. And then I just had to go get out of town basically to feel better about myself because my <laughs> butt chicken was so bad. Yeah, man. Uh, the, the injury bug definitely hit hard this past week. Um, just a note for you, man. There's now someone who used to have Russell Wilson who is on the quarterback market now. So you, you might want to scoop up uh, some some more uh, depth there. Might have to keep looking and see what else is out there. At this point, you know, you could potentially grab uh, was this Taylor Tyler Hinkie from Washington and just pray and hope that guy can throw the ball a little bit. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, well, just one last thing here before we let you get back to uh, the sweet life, the wedding life. Uh, do you have a that is whack other than just your team being poo garbage this past week? What's really funny is I was going to say that that's whack is just going to be my team overall. But I think this the, the that's whack this week is going to be Russell Wilson basically breaking his finger like on Aaron Donald, just like Drew Brees did with his hand not but two seasons ago. Um, so if you have Russell Wilson as your quarterback, that's whack uh, that happened to you. And good luck out there trying to find either Geno Smith as your replacement or, uh, you know, hopefully Sam Darnold's available for somebody. Yeah, man. All right, cool. That's a, that's a good that is whack. And uh, we now know that calling in works. So Yeah, that does work. It's wonderful. 
Awesome. All right, man. Well, thank you. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you for calling in. Uh, safe travels to you, and have a good one, brother. See you next week. I love Joe. you, man. Yeah, bye now. Bye, you guys. Love you guys. Stay Peace. cool. All right, my it's dude. good to um, hear from Joel. Now, uh, did you hear the important notes there? No, I didn't. Joel is in need of a quarterback. Oh, that's a and great point. you know who has, uh, we've talked about who has decent quarterback depth right now. Uh, Mr. Daryl Rollo, who sits with Kyler Murray and Matt Ryan. Hmm. Could I work a trade? Now, I, I don't want to speculate too much. Uh, I'll let you dig into it. But uh, let's look at let's look at Chubba Lubba Ding Dong. He's rolling with Sam Darnold, so he could be all right for now. And he has Derek Carr. Ooh. Hmm. I don't know. Sam Darnold's not doing too hot right now. So if Sam Darnold has a poo week, he might be really. Might, the door may open. Might, yeah, for the door me. may open. The door may open. Um, so yeah, man. I think keep an eye on that because a good quarterback. Man, if you traded Kyler Murray and Juju Smith, you could get. I would think Kyle Pitts and Sam Darnold in return. Okay. And I could live with that. I wouldn't start there. Again, we're going to let Joel um, listen, have to listen to right. this podcast. Of course he has to listen. But, man, I would start, you know, trying to get that, like, hey, man, you need some quarterback depth. I need I need a tight end. You got two tight ends. I got two decent quarterbacks. Like, right. Let's make something happen. I'll yeah. throw in Juju to make it sweeter. And if he's like, no, be like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll match and match and throw in an extra player. Right. I think, I think I think Joel's a good. I hate to conspire <laughs> against my co co a host here, but like, I think that's a good negotiation tactic, man. I I think he's in a position where he needs a quarterback and you need a tight end, and I think y'all could benefit from each other. Yes. Um, I hope for your sake he loses this. It does not look like he will lose this week. Yeah, it looks like he's doing. It looks fine. like he's going to crush this week, so he might not need any help. But uh, as I was gonna say, maybe if he needed help, you know. That could have been an opportunity, but, you know, there it is. There it is. You know, you got to exploit these weaknesses. Yeah, you and gotta, if, they, if they're going to communicate to you their, like, issues, take advantage of it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right, man. Well, um, I'm going to end it here because we're right at the hour mark. Uh, thank you for helping me uh, waddle through this. Yeah, Jaylen man. waddle through this podcast. Um, we're going to go watch the Saints game. Yeah, we're going to go off. watch the Saints game, man. Hopefully they don't lose. Hopefully not. Uh, it looks like we're, we're tied right now with the Washington, not formerly known as Redskins. Just the Washington the football Washington team. The Washington football team. Folks. So, yeah, we're going to go catch the rest of that game. But uh, we are here. This is the SFL Live coming to you every week from the Mandeville Social here in Mandeville. Huge shout-out again to our sponsors, Aquista Paces Wine and Cheese, Top Hat Tuxedos, and Mandeville Social. Daryl, do you have anything you'd like to plug or promote? Uh, other than the fact that we do comedy on Thursday nights, uh, karaoke on Fridays, dance class on Fridays. We have stuff going on, so come on in to Mandeville Social anytime you guys want. Have a fun time. Yeah, it's an awesome place. Uh, yeah, so thank you again. Thank you, guys. SFL Live, out. Boom. Thank you. Yeah, that was fun.